podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Matt for Behind the Gloves in association with Eshnon Boxing. I'm delighted to be joined by WBO Super Featherweight Champion of the World, Michaela Mayer. Michaela, thank you for joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. How's things been going? How have you been keeping? Um, things have been good. I, you know, I fought for the title uh, in October, so it's been a little bit of a layoff and, and it's nobody's fault. Just the whole, the whole pandemic and um, top rank trying to make up for the, the fighters. They couldn't fight uh, all of 2020. And so I won't be able to fight until June 19th. We finally have the date. So I'm back in training camp yep. up in Michigan where Coach Al lives. And um, yeah, we started camps about a week ago. How pleased are you that they finally back in camp and working towards a date now? I was going a little bit crazy. Luckily, um, Terrence Crawford's team, Jamel Herring's team, they're, they're training out there in Colorado Springs where I live. And so they were in camp for Jamel and I was able to, to join their camp and kind of like stay sharp and stay busy, stay sparring with a good team of coaches. So um, that was great. But obviously, like I always learn the most when I'm up here with Coach Al and we have a lot of one-on-one time to sort of go over game plans and work on little technical things. So glad to be back. Am I right in thinking you're his first female world champion? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I made that post the other day. His eleventh Olympian, his first first female Olympian, and then also his first female world champion, his fourth. How pleased was he to finally get a picture with the belt after all this time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was bringing it, um, but. You know, he he always tells me, don't worry about it. After the fight, I was like, where's my belt? Where's my belt? He's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You won the fight. Don't worry about it. Um, and then, you know, Top Rank sent me to Puerto Rico to go grab it myself. So it wasn't too big of a deal. But Coach definitely deserved his photo off with the belt after all the work we put in all these years. So I, I'm glad I got to bring it up to him. But, yeah, he, he was glad to see it. You've um, you finally got a date now, anyway, June 19th. Have we any word on an opponent yet for you? Yeah, the opponent has been um, tricky. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I wanted Mava Hamadouche, obviously. I wanted to unify right away. I've been, yeah. I've been prepared about that. I wanted any one of the champs. I would have taken that, yeah. you know, but um, top rank in matchroom, negotiated, you know, I hear one thing from my management, another thing from Kern, and I only have so much power, you know, I can ask for the fight. I can tell my team to go after and it's up to the promoters to, to make the deal. And for one re for whatever reason, I'm not going to get into it because I hear a million different reasons. Um, they weren't able to come to an agreement. So, uh, that fight is not happening yet. I do hope that'll happen this year and we'll get the unifications done. But for this next fight, we had to move on to, to somebody else. We went after a couple of Americans um those didn't work out either so we finally landed no we finally landed an opponent um like literally this past week uh, yeah. i'm not allowed to yet because i haven't got the head but um she's a tough opponent she's fought a lot of the top girls um at the higher weight weight class yeah. so uh, good experience and top rank thinks that she'll um help get me you know to the next level she's a strong sturdy opponent is that frustrating for you when you've now become world champion? And I remember at the time you were 
you know, sort of campaigning for like Terry Harper and stuff like that, and you have a lot of back and forth on Twitter. Is that frustrating for you that you can't just jump into them unification fights straight away? Yeah, I know it is frustrating because it's taken a long time for me to get the belt, right? 14 fights, and I've, I've been wanting a while. Um, so I, I do want to go into the unifications, but if one thing the coach Al has taught me is just be patient. And I, I've been obviously calling out the girls on, on Twitter and all that, but that's yeah. just that's just to, to build hype for, these, for this fight because I do want it to happen. And when, when it does happen, um, because of the hype and the buildup and the way I've been pressing it, I think that a lot of people will be watching and that's the most important thing, right? So yeah, I don't want to take longer, but the longer it takes, the more the buildup we're going to get and the more eyes we're going to get on the fight. Yeah. Um, we've just seen a fight recently where there was sort of a bit of a split with how it was promoted from both sides, uh, Ebony Bridges versus Shannon Cartner. Um, mm. And I, I know you sort of um, chimed in on that with your little, um, I think was it an Instagram or Twitter video you did? Um, yeah. Yeah, so that 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 whole situation um, was two different personalities, and obviously there was a lot of eyes on on the sport. What did you what did you make of that whole situation, both viewpoints? Then I know you did your video, but are you sort of oh, in- go on. yeah, my point behind this, and I love. I mean, let's you can shit talk, you can say what you want. Like obviously, I think that Ebony Bridges does a great job at selling the fight. Um, yeah. I don't mind the the talking back and forth in the the dissing each other but like talk let's talk about boxing because yeah. if one we know about boxing is it does not discriminate against looks right and and looks can be very deceiving you don't look past yeah. anybody and i think say whatever you want but just leave looks out of it and i you know i've i've dealt with that coming up as an amateur you know not wanting to maybe wear certain colors <laughs> that maybe look too girly and i want to be respected and it came to a point where i'm like i'm just gonna be who i am because yeah. at the end of the day what I look like or what I'm stepping on the scale in or what color if I'm wearing a pink sweatsuit like what matters is the hard work that I put into the gym what I do when I step in that ring and so I just think that's important um to to let's talk about boxing yeah what did you what did you make of the fight I thought it was a I thought it lived up to the uh to the build-up um to be honest yeah really good fight credit to Shannon she came out on top with a victory um, I think everybody will come again as well. Is that like a re- is that a rematch you'd like to see down the line? I would definitely like to see the rematch. Um, I'm I, I tweeted I'm not mad at the decision. I went uh, I yeah. went through each round and I even said at the end of the fight I'm like I'm gonna have to watch it again because a couple of the rounds were so close that I I can't really make a decision off that. Like I'd like to go back and watch it, but. Um, I said after the seventh round, if Ebony were to fight the last three rounds like she did that seventh round, she was really strong yeah. that seventh then she'll win the fight. I said if she gives Courtney one round, if she lets Courtney take one round, yeah. I get draw. Um, but, you know, Ebony's eye probably was a huge impact on those last two rounds. She wasn't able to see well. So I do give those last few rounds to Shannon Courtney, and um, I think that's why – uh, she deserves the fight, the win, but I do think the scorecards were a little wide. Yeah, I think there, I think there was one card that was completely like off the scale yeah. wide, but apart from that, yeah, I don't think there was much um, much argument with the result. But just overall, another great fight for for women's boxing. I think last year at Fight Camp, I think Eddie had a, a lot of good fights on in the female division. Courtney again versus Rachel Ball, um, Jonas mm-hmm. and Harper. Um, 
is are you wanting to at some point come over to the UK and get in the mix with all that and within within all the build up with on you know maybe on a matchroom show or something like that? Oh yeah, there'll definitely be a day where I, where I come over there to the UK and um, yeah. meet all the people who love me so much over there. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, and that'll be exciting for sure. I definitely see that happening. I mean, there's a lot of girls over there right now. Um, Eddie Hearn's doing great and has a whole stable of them. So um, it only makes sense that somewhere down the line I'll be competing over there. Uh, I ideally want to win my world. And I've always said this, like, I think America is the ultimate challenge. Like if we really, they're doing great building boxing over there in Europe and the UK, but America is still a huge, stop it. America is still a huge challenge for us. And I want to grow women's boxing over here. So I of course want to have these world title fights yeah. in the USPN. Um, and it's not just a selfish reason. It really is to help to, to see, to let, you know, we have so much competition over here in the United States with all these sports and Hollywood and everything. And yes. um, when I get women's boxing in, in, in front of these people. So ideally, yes, ESPN, but I'm definitely not opposed to going over to the UK eventually. Yeah. I think a lot of the UK fighters as well would go to the US because a lot of them, a lot of fighters, not just the male fighters, their dream is to fight in the States anyway. Um, yeah. That should help. That should help grow women's boxing but I think it's really on a rise um this year off the back of that fight it's sort of breaking down boundaries and pushing it close to the men's I would say at this point oh yeah for sure I mean we're making we're making we're making strides but I still see like I still see that there's a lot to be done and and like I said it's, it's coming back here to America like I think that women's boxing is doing great over there in the UK doing great over there in Europe and Eddie Hearn is, has the ability to sign these women and put them on these big cards but it's it's just a little bit more difficult here in the United States there's a lot more comes to TV time and um, just like competition when it comes to like getting the recognition and getting getting the getting the spotlight for him it's a little bit more difficult and so we still have a long way to go um, when it comes to building women's boxing, but you know it's not going to happen overnight. And I, I I like where we are right now. Yeah, I think even even the I say men men's boxing in America. I mean, I was there for Wild Fury, and even some people in L A were like, "Who's fighting at the weekend?" And I was like, "What do you mean you don't know who's fighting at the weekend? It's it's here." And they were like, "It's just because they've got basketball and all these other big." big sports that sort of take precedence over, over boxing, whereas in the UK, it's football and boxing. Yeah, so it's, that's it's, true. And I've said that on Twitter and I've gotten a lot of kind of backlash from it from people out there, but it, it's just true. There's just so much competition here and so many famous and people that, you know, in more Americanized sports with yeah. more, you know, even top rank struggles with like okay we only have this many slots on ESPN the rest are going to March Madness for, for, for basketball and all these things and so yeah. why I can't fight till June you know mm. and so things like that but that's why I would say America is definitely a little bit more of a challenge yeah for sure I think um, we're seeing a lot of change in boxing as well with a lot of YouTubers coming into the spot uh, recently Jake Paul just put on um Call it an incredible event. It was one of the strangest events that I've ever seen against Ben Askren. 
<laughs> did, did you watch that? Um, I watched it later. I didn't watch it live, but um, it was so weird because I didn't expect the commentating to be f this, f that, and just like Snoop. Yeah, it was very. I don't want to say unprofessional because that that sounds negative, but it yeah. was very, very different from what boxing is used to. And I think some people are afraid that that's going to, uh, I've had people say this to me, like, oh, that's going to kill the sport. And, you know, that's going to, real boxers like you are, aren't going to be respected or get the attention you deserve. And I just don't think that's true. There's always going to be um, boxing enthusiasts who, like, who enjoy classic real boxing. And this is just sort of like a phase of, like, the new era, right? So it's social media and everything so big these days. And this is just... Um, this is just a result of it. And I, I don't mind it. Like I, I'm, I can't, I'm not going to stress about things I can't control. This is the way the media is going these days. And this is what people want to bring out. Then fine. At least people are talking about boxing in my eyes. Could you imagine Snoop Dogg commentating on one of your fights? <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. And I wouldn't even mind fighting on a color card, you know? I wouldn't, I mean, they had great views and, you know, I wouldn't mind stepping into that kind of audience and, showing them what real boxing looks like and I think that would be cool but you know it's very early on so I think people are jumping to conclusions and getting a little upset but you know it's just you just gotta roll with the punches this is the way things are these days media so um like I said we're talking about boxing and yeah here in America you know when you have someone like Snoop Dogg and these million YouTube stars with millions of followers talking about boxing that's a big deal for us because like yeah. you said go all this competition these other sports and Hollywood and all these other famous people and in industries and so shoot I, I'm gonna take it I'm gonna I'm gonna find the positive in it and say hey at least Snoop dogs loves boxing would you be willing to fight a YouTuber then if it made sense for you if there was a female YouTuber who came out and was hitting millions of subscribers would that be something you'd be open to yeah I just tweeted the other day I said hey uh any youtube female youtube stars want to jump in the ring real quick and then you know put a money bag emoji because yeah at the end of the day we're all here to make some money right and like if anyone had the opportunity that jake paul had like they would take it so we're all here just trying to hustle make a living and you know do what we love so i would i would definitely i don't i don't know if a youtube star that'd be willing to do that but i'm here for it <laughs> I think it'll be. I think it's good to see. It brings a lot of eyes to boxing, um, and hopefully, it can bring them to watch. You know, some of the more I don't know. I don't want to say professional setups, but um, some of the actual proper boxing events, if you know what I mean. So yeah, real boxing. I mean, those they weren't real boxing. I know Jake Paul actually. I mean, he seems like really love boxing, take it seriously. So yeah, I don't want a real boxer, but to be respected as a real boxer, he's going to have to fight other real boxers. Yeah, I think if he fights a real boxer and wins, I think everyone will, you know, put their hands up and say, fair enough. But until then, I think yeah. he's going to struggle a little bit. But I don't think, like, jumping up and wanting to fight, like, the biggest name in boxing is going, like, you know, Fury is going to really help him much with, like, calling out the best and thinking he deserves a title with the best. I think if he really wants to win over boxing fans, like, he should start, in, you know, climbing his way to the top. Start off fighting some real boxers, you know, get a ranking, earn earn a little bit of a shot yeah. against someone like Tyson Fury. 
oh my gosh, the world will have gone mad if that ever happens. That's um, that is strange. Um, coming back to yourself then, and your next step after this fight, um, Terry Harper's just her unification fight's just been made against Troy. Um, potentially, would you want to fight the winner of that? Oh yeah, absolutely, definitely. I don't know what if that's in um, Eddie Hearn's plans. You know, fortunately for him, he has the other three champs. He has Hamadouche too. So is he going to offer me that fight? You know, is he going to allow um, him and Top Rank to negotiate for that? Yeah. Is that conversation like on his radar, or is he planning on giving that fight straight to Hamadouche? I don't know. I'm sure that conversation is going to happen like as soon as this fight's over. So I look forward to that. So I just think, you know, I'm going to focus on this fight. Terry's got a fight in front of her. I mean, I don't really, I don't see, I don't see a huge like disadvantage in that fight. Like I don't see the odds being very, very wide. Like I've always said, you know, I think Terry Harper is a good boxer, but I still think that she's somewhat inexperienced and I I still feel that way about Choi as well because yeah, seventeen fights, but or nineteen or whatever she has, but over how long of a time? How long of a time period? You know, yeah. and so you know, we'll see, we'll see how that fight matches up. I wouldn't put a ton of money on either one, but I am rooting for my girl Terry Harper because you know I still want that fight. I've wanted it for a long time, so um, I'll be pulling for her to win. What happens if you two fight? What happens? You versus Sarah Harper, how does that fight pan out? I am excited to finally show the people in Europe and the UK people who think, who've said for years that I don't deserve a fight with Terry Harper, who thinks that I'm not on her level, that she would smash me, which I really just don't understand because you can be for Terry Harper or you can be against M- Michaela May or USA or whatever. But I mean, you can't, you have to give me my props. I mean, I have over 130 amateur fights, I'm an Olympian. I'm, you know, 14 0 world champion now. So I have a ton of experience. And for you to just dismiss me like that is is really stupid. And so um I'm I'm going to that fight with a with a grudge, you know, with a grudge on my shoulder. I'm gonna go and show them like what what real boxing looks like, what a real strategic boxer looks like. And I'm gonna fight her in all different areas of the ring, inside the outside. And I wanna just showcase what a real well-rounded boxer, experienced boxer at this level looks like. I think I think everyone wants to see that fight, especially with the build-up, because there's been a bit of what we call a bit of needle, and there's been that sort of back and forth on Twitter. I think everyone wants to see that fight. And I'm pretty sure all the people are obviously the back in Terry, maybe because it's the the UK fans are back, just back in Terry, obviously. But I think it's. I've always said fans go hard. I will give them that. They do back their people. <laughs> yeah, sure. Go hard their people so but I mean her people can't get in the ring with her so I think that's gonna be a great fight for women's boxing I'm ready for it when we can when we can make the deal happen I don't think that she I think that she wants to be undisputed world champion I believe that she eventually will want to fight but Mm -hmm. right now like Mm -hmm. it's sort of like she just goes along with what Eddie Hearn tells her to do and so I'm hoping Eddie Hearn sees the fight as a as a big marketing fight for women's boxing and yeah we'll want to negotiate and make it happen yeah hopefully if you fight the other champion as well and that are and then however it works you can all just fight each other however it works 
So, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm still kinda as a fan too, like I'm taking myself out of the equation and just thinking like I really wonder how this is gonna play out. Like yeah. will fight once the winner of Choi versus Harper? Will Eddie let me do that? Or will he give it to Hamadouche? And then here I am going up against one person for all three belts. I, I, I don't really know what kind of a preference. I'm just going to go with the flow, see how things work out. I know that I'm needed. I do have a belt now. You know, that was the argument in the beginning. I didn't have a belt. I'm not a world champion. Go get one. I got one. So I'm in the equation. Regardless, someone, they need me to, to, to make an undisputed world champion. So... I'm just open to all, all ways that this could pan out, and it's exciting. I'm excited about it, and so I'm sure the fans are too. Well, we'll see how it all pans out, but fingers crossed, get you over to the UK, and that, that would be a big fight in the UK, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, Michaela, appreciate you talking to Behind the Gloves. Uh, we'll keep an eye on your journey, and fingers crossed we get them big fights. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Sports Social Podcast Network.